Welcome to Lessons for Leaders. This week I'm talking to you about blurred boundaries. Listen in to why boundaries are my favourite subject and why I think that they are so essential in organisations and in life to reduce stress levels and promote better working. I'm talking about how implementing some boundaries will lower those stress levels, help you focus and enable you to have time and energy to get things done. Boundaries enable us to be clear and consistent, so listen in to how I make that happen and how they're not about being harsh and rigid, but neither are they something flimsy or non-existent. So, listen in to today's episode. So welcome to Lessons for Leaders. Each week I bring you lessons, learnings, tips and advice to enable you to lead with ease in business without the stressed out and overwhelm so that I help you increase your performance, be resilient and thrive in life. I'm Emma Langton, your host, leadership coach and workplace trainer, helping you and your workforce increase that performance, improve well-being and make the impact that you want in the world. Now, if you would like to know more about the different ways that you can work with me, but either with the making the wellbeing plans, work for your organisation, just having a a drop in with me to get some tips and advice in the way forward, or perhaps dealing with particularly tricky people, or um, helping you with some of the wellbeing packages that I have, and wellbeing training sessions that I have, or even if it's about one-to-one coaching, group coaching for your managers and coaching for your senior leaders, then please do get in touch with me. I'm always happy to have conversations. You can reach me at emma at emmalankton.com or just hop over to my website and find the booking link there that's either on the contact page or in the show notes and you can make a booking direct into my diary so we can have that conversation with you. If you're not ready to do that yet, then you can get onto my newsletter Again, link in the show notes and information on my website at emmalankton.com. The newsletter sends out tips, information, statistics, the latest reports and the current organisational trends that are happening right now so that you don't have to dig around for it. It comes out monthly so you can guarantee that I won't be spamming you and then you can keep up to date with everything that's going on. And finally, a request from me that if you haven't hit the subscribe button or left a review for me, then please do go and find the little button and leave a review. Let me know your key thoughts and your takeaways and what you value most from the podcast. If you hit subscribe, it makes sure that you never miss another episode. So welcome back, listeners. This is my favourite subject that I'm talking to you about today and the reason that I decided to, I've talked about boundaries before on the podcast, but the reason that I decided to revisit it really is because things are shifting dramatically, aren't they? It's been a year now since the arrival of COVID and it's forced us as individuals and businesses to adapt in a way that we never ever thought we would have to do. 
So some of the frequent conversations that I have with organisations that I work with are around the blurring of boundaries. What do we mean by that? Well, basically, it's working all the time quite honestly, um, and whether it's because people are managing the homeschooling through the daytime and then logging on again at night because they're feeling guilty or under pressure and they've got more to do on their to-do list, or whether it's because they are still obviously working at home but maybe living on their own and quite frankly they are bored. So it doesn't really matter what is the cause of this, the tips and advice that I'm going to give you still apply. Now, without adding more to your to-do list, because we absolutely don't want that, I already know there's loads of people that are struggling with stress levels, with mental health, and just the whole feeling of pressure and the lack of connection here. Implementing some boundaries, as I said in the intro, will, in fact, lower stress levels, help you focus and enable you to have the time and energy to get things done. So I urge you to listen to all of this. I know there's lots of people that um, listen to so much of it and then have to go off and do other things, which is why I try and keep my podcasts to sort of 20 minutes or less. But do listen to all of the tips and even if you implement only one of them, it will make a difference. So my first tip to you really is to recognise what is your biggest struggle. So as I said, blurring of boundaries is coming in for different reasons for different people and working from home is bringing all the different challenges through COVID. However, I work with lots of different individuals and organisations and have spoken to numerous people and they've all coming up with different things. Yes, there's themes, but there can be different things. So whether it's being stuck in a small flat or lacking actual human contact, or it's about space, or it's about the feeling of guilt, or it's about not taking breaks. When you recognise what is your biggest struggle, it makes it easier to solve the problem, so to speak, and to put things in place that are going to help that. And a good set of boundaries will help you manage this so much better so that it stops burnout and helps you to be able to perform better, even if that struggle doesn't go away, but helps you to be able to form better and kind of put scaffolding in around it or look at different ways of doing things. So as well as recognising your struggles, it's also important to work out what are your values, what's important to you in general. We often place so much value on how we're perceived in the workplace, whether we're reliable or get the job done or must seem to be kind. But COVID has caused us to think about our values and what's most important to us, you know, like health and family and connection times. So it may now be very different because our perceptions and priorities have changed. So look at those values. And then, when you set a routine, now routines are not just for children, they can be incredibly helpful for adults too. And once you've done the values, you can look at building your routine around this. So is it that you are needing to spend more time with the children? Is it that you just need to get more done in less time? 
One of the things that I try and advise for people when setting a routine is to kind of replicate the office. Now, I don't mean literally, but when you're in the office, there's often a clear start and end to the day, even if that's dictated by your commute. So set your hours again. And even if that's I'm starting earlier and I'm doing schooling and then I'm coming back to work, that's fine. But a simple way to do this that you might have already seen with a lot of people but not put it in yourself is to kind of add things to your signature or um, to the Teams and Slack and things like that about your availability. Also, turn your phone off. You have no idea how many people when I was doing one-to-one face-to-face work and I would say, you know, you're turning your phone off and they go, God, I don't know how to. It's like... That's bad. It's really bad. Um, When I'm recording podcasts with guests and I say, you know, can you make sure the email doesn't ping a notification because that's another good thing to make sure you're stopping interruptions. And they go, I don't know how to do that. So (laughs) find out how to do that. You know, put things on, do not disturb. It sounds really simple, but it makes a big difference because all of those constant interruptions slows your brain down because you effectively are kind of turn your attention fully away from what you're doing and then turn back and have to start and refocus. It happens in nanoseconds, but a lot of nanoseconds add up to a lot of time, quite honestly. And finally, about the um, set your you know routine in replicating the office, if you like, is there's lots of people are still leaving you know laptops and computers out on the kitchen table and leaving phones switched on. Not only does this make you contactable, it's also a constant reminder. And when the TV is rubbish, which it is quite frankly, and there's nothing else going on, then. Before you know it, you're back at your laptop or, you know, doing emails while watching TV or flicking through your phone on some of the things. Put in a clear breaker. Most places now, you know, have the clear desk policy or hot desk in. So pack away your stuff too. And then you can even put in another clear breaker, like going for a walk at the end of the day to make that clear separation between work and home life. Communicate clearly and learn to say no. We often feel, oh, the good British politeness is a pain in the backside, quite frankly. (laughs) You know, once you've communicated your working hours, you've let people know when you're available, it's, I always say to people, learn to say no. And you know what? No is a complete sentence. The more that you waffle, about the reasons why you can't do it and you'd love to help and etc etc then you leave yourself open to being persuaded to do things if you start really positively i'd love to help you out but i can't do it justice right now i'd love to help you out my workload is really full don't start listing all the things that you need to do because actually somebody will squeeze in the things like, oh, but it won't take long and I know how much you love this or you're really good at this, etc. And also, don't apologise for pushing back. Even if you feel really bad about saying no, that's, I'm sorry to say this, but that's about your stuff. So try it here and there and watch for the response And when somebody doesn't, you know, completely bite your head off or never speak to you ever again or whatever it is that you think was going to happen, 
then you've kind of got a bit of evidence that actually things are not that bad if you say no. The other biggest thing that reduces stress levels and calms down some of that internal stuff that goes on, some of that stresses, some of that strain, some of the worry and anxiety that can come with setting boundaries and saying no is that kind of internal stress. So make sure that you calm down the resistance by taking a deep breath in and then a long breath out. Often, When I say to people, deep breathing, it's a deep breath in and then it's like a sigh out, but I won't go into all the technical stuff, but that long breath out is really needed and it helps calm down their internal system so you can focus and you can think clearly before you respond. And also, silence speaks volumes. So please remember that instead of jumping in with a rationale or an expectation or yeah, buts, you know, and justification, just stand your ground, deep breathing in and out and just allow that silence to be there because often somebody else will then come in because we <laughs> struggle with silence and they will go, oh, never mind, it's all right, I'll, I'll ask somebody else because I know you're really busy in a way that they were chancing the arm. And remember the reasons that you're putting these boundaries in, face, in place in the first place, you know, So then, also do make sure that you look after yourself. Self-care is often forgotten about, but looking after yourself physically, emotionally and mentally helps you function at your absolute peak. And this is needed more so than ever before. So do things that you enjoy. I mean, obviously, gyms are shut at the time of me recording this, and God knows what Boris is going to say next. But it's important that you find things that help you to relax. So yes, upbeat stuff like running is relaxing and head clearing for people. But it's not for everybody. So make sure you do something you enjoy. You know, have you got themed cooking nights at home? You know, or have you taken up knitting again? Or are you doing some colouring and drawing? There's lots of people sharing about how they're reinvigorating some of their creative skills. So it's even that. It's not just about lighting a candle and having a bath. But find ways that help you to be able to look after yourself. I know it would be really easy to just be thinking, well, if I just get through this and if I just do that and I just get to the next stage and then, but it really does make sense to take a little bit of time out to enable you to refresh and recharge so that you can keep going in this crazy world that we've got or even so that you can continue to be there for other people. So definitely give that some serious consideration and obviously there'll be more podcast episodes to support you with that as well. So these are all the things that included when I deliver my healthy work boundaries training or when I talk to organisations about how to prevent the blurring of boundaries. So definitely get in touch with me if you know that your people are struggling. So just to summarise then, Remember to identify the struggles, look at the values, create that routine. They are not just for children, they are hugely valuable and important. Do make sure you communicate your working hours and don't be afraid to say no without the need to make excuses around it. 
end your day with something that you enjoy so that you've got a clear breaker between work and home life and pack your stuff away. So I really hope that you find that helpful. As ever, if you've got any questions at all, please do get in touch with me, emma at emmalankton.com. The links are in the show notes for ways to get in touch with me. And then I wish you a wonderful week. Bye for now.